Hello, everyone, and welcome back, or thank you for joining us if it's your first time. This is the MindWealth Podcast, and my name is Chelsea. Get ready to sit back, relax, and unwind while we chat about all kinds of things. This week, we're going to be discussing zoning. What even are these zones? What do they mean for our growth, and how to manage zoning effectively? First off, let's create a picture in our head about what I'm going to be discussing. So imagine there's a target with three rings. The smallest is a circle in the center, the middle ring, and an outer ring. The innermost ring would be your comfort zone, followed by your learning zone, and lastly, the previous two zones are encompassed by the larger panic zone. Let's talk a bit about each of these zones. First, your comfort zone. That's where most of us live. It's simple, it's happy, it's warm. It's a space in which you can reflect safely This is the range of routines you frequently carry out within your day that you're confident that you can accomplish. It's not a bad place, as from this zone it's easy to set boundaries and complete things with confidence, or rest and recharge. However, staying within this zone for too long can hinder your ability to grow. You may not learn new skills or increase productivity to increase your ability to further your career opportunities. If you do not take any risks and live squarely within this zone, you're unlikely to gain any reward more than you have already accomplished. So, what's your learning zone? Or alternately, it could be called your growth zone. That's the second ring on this target. This is the ring where you start to stretch yourself, where you can take calculated risks, you use the abilities you currently have in search of learning more about them or developing new ones, and skills based on things that you're already using. This is where you will start to feel pressure, but it's a productive amount of pressure allowing you to reach new heights in your skill levels, either personal or professional. As you spend more time in this zone, the new tasks and things you're learning, and some of those new things will start to fall back into your comfort zone as you master them. Lastly, we have the panic zone. It's the furthest ring on the target. This is the zone where we have tried to extend our knowledge but swam too far out in the deep end, and now we're unsure of what to do. You may feel as if demands are unreasonable in this zone, or that the information that you're obtaining is too much to cope with. And while working in this zone for extended periods of time may not be great for your overall health, we will talk about some ways to make this zone less scary, to throw you a life vest, and give you the ability to move around and swim through it more freely. Because getting dropped a major project that you have to present to your boss and board of directors can definitely cause panic. But While there will be some occasions that we have to find a way to swim in these situations, they can bring great rewards. And with a few tools, I think we can do just that. So let's go over a few tricks and tools to help you with growing your skills and stepping out of your comfort zone and into some of the other zones. 1. Developing trust and resilience. The first person you have to learn to trust is yourself. You have to believe that you are capable of doing the things, and that even if you don't know how to do it right now, you can indeed figure it out. This may mean you need to work on yourself, and when you do, you'll find that you're more comfortable in taking risks. There will undoubtedly be hard times during your journey outside of your comfort zone, so you'll have to work on your determination. This may mean you have to commit to consistency within yourself, or tasks you need to accomplish or that you must remind yourself to keep pushing even when things are hard. 2. Build anchors into your comfort zone. What does this mean? 
This means that you should work towards using skills you're already familiar with to help you on your journey into other zones. Allowing yourself to use familiar tools in unfamiliar circumstances will help make the journey easier for you. An example of this might be when you're learning a new skill, you build upon that skill with previous skills that you've already worked on, and they will help aid you in your mastery of this new skill. Perhaps you like to write, and your goal is to create a YouTube video. Well, you can use your skill of writing to help you create a script for your video, which might help you compartmentalize the segments of the video and make it easier for you to produce. 3. Find and work with mentors. Bringing people into your circle if you don't already have them is a huge way to increase your success in zones outside of your comfort. Having someone who has done the things that you're trying to accomplish and can help you with the roadmap on how to get there is huge. For me, a giant example of this was learning to lift weights. I have worked with a personal trainer for a lot of years to help build my confidence in how weightlifting works, what proper form should look like, and how to do it on my own. And to bring back the anchors, building on what I have learned, I took a step outside of my comfort zone into teaching others how to lift by taking on a boot camp class. I would never have been able to do this without the help of Leslie. She has honestly been a huge part of my journey and my growth in learning how to focus energy into taking care of myself. I'll link her information in the show notes if you want to check her out. I would highly recommend her services, not just for lifting, but for personal growth as well. Four, build scaffolding for yourself. Do you know what scaffolding is? When construction companies build a temporary structure which supports the building to allow them to work on it. In this case, we're talking about support structures. This can be people or routines or yourself, but it creates a way for you to get positive feedback to keep you moving forward on your goals. When you hit a snag or you need some help figuring an issue out, you have some kind of structure to lean on to gather support or information to help you work through the situation. If you find yourself struggling with a problem or not sure if you're doing the project correctly, you can lean on your scaffolding to get feedback or pointers on what to do next and how to help approach tough situations that you're facing. Say you're struggling to keep your house clean and you want to host for the holidays this year. You're working on stepping outside of your comfort zone by being a host and allowing others into your house. Maybe what you need to do is lean on a friend who comes over to help you clean beforehand, or work on creating habits that remove unneeded extras from your home and allow you to manage it more effectively. With the support of your scaffolding, you made it work. 5. Upgrade your social learning. Social learning is a huge part of being a human. We watch and imitate people around us to learn how to do things that we've never done before. In fact, these people may even give us the base for an idea for something that we decide we want to try later. Socially learning should help you learn the tips and tricks on how to get through problems or situations. By talking to what you might consider a stranger about your passion projects, you may find new ideas or ways to go about your plans. With the different attitudes we see from people around us, and studying people who are where we want to be in life, it's like pulling up a roadmap for where we want to go and following the path that was plotted out already. All of this to say, stepping outside of your comfort zone can add a lot of benefit to your life. While there is always a time and space to rest and recharge within your comfort zone, just make sure you're working on creating a healthy balance between rest and stepping outside to challenge your capabilities. We frequently talk about the seasons of our life. Those include resting and growth. 
So make sure that you're planning time and putting in effort to all areas to help yourself reflect, recharge, and grow. And as always, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I've enjoyed our time together. If you want to join me again for another chat, you can keep your eyes peeled every Wednesday for a new episode. Feel free to follow me at MindWealth on Instagram if you want to get to know me a little bit in the meantime. I'm looking forward to seeing you next week. Bye.